It's a good show. Beyond Yacht Rock, Yacht or Yacht, Volume Fifty Five. Feels good to be we back in are the studio. Back, you sons of guys. Talking. God damn it, you're hot again. Oh, Doing I'm so. Oh, and he pressed the I'm button. On, I'm on shuffle. <laughs> just like oh, it's good, to, good to be back. Say, I test these out. Uh-oh. You guys are as quiet as possible, and then all of a sudden you start screaming as soon as the show starts. Well, I got excited. Listen, we're not we're not back back, but we're gonna record some stuff. We gotta. We're keep not the really train beyond rolling. yacht rock. These are just shows where we don't go beyond. I'm yacht holding rock. this up because my 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 uh, my show's next, and I refuse <laughs> to write it. All right. Uh, so you've written in these songs. Oh, wait, my name is J.D. Riznar. I'm Hollywood Steve. Dave. Hunter. And you guys wrote in songs that you wondered if they were yacht or not. Uh, these are the last gasp of our Patreon requests. We've got, we're going to have about ten shows worth of Patreon <laughs> requests. Then, Boy, you guys ask a lot of questions. We sure do. And you guys, have, some of you have good ones. Like... <laughs> Some of you. Some of you. Abril's Keeper has a good one. This is Steely Dan FM, no static at all. Uh, and it writes, An old gem from the web show. It was recorded during the Asia sessions. And some background vocalist that I'm sure Steve will be happy to have on the boat. Why, why me? Why do I get singled they're, out? They're talking about the Eagles, and you've made and it quite clear how you feel about the Eagles. Oh, okay, I see. I feel I have too, but maybe you had a little more venom. In your uh, tongue. I mean, we both we both hate them. Yeah, it's, it's one of it's we, something we can really all right. correct on this. It's not an eagle measuring contest. <laughs> I got we got Donald Fagan on piano, Walter Becker on bass and guitar, Jeff Picaro on drums and percussion, Victor Feldman also on percussion, Johnny Mandel he does string arrangement, a guy named Pete Chris Lieb on sax. Uh, he also does the sax solo in Deacon Blues. This was recorded during the Peg sessions for the movie. <laughs> Uh, FM FM Starring Jonathan Brandis Michael Brandon Yep <laughs> Jonathan Brandis Who? He's dead <laughs> Oh he hung himself didn't he? Yeah the Bummer of a young Hollywood man He's not in Joel Walsh heaven um, uh, did, did you mention Glenn Fried, Don Henley and uh, Timmy Schmidt is on the uh, background Background uh, singing on this I, oh, I wonder why um, I do have a fun fact, though, about the string arranger Johnny Mandel. He was a famous film and TV composer who wrote the song Suicide is Painless, which is, of course, the MASH soundtrack, uh, or also known as the soundtrack of being a kid up way too late when the syndicated show started at 11 after the news. I always or thought it was uh, Robert Altman's son who wrote that, so I looked it up, and he did the lyrics. Oh. Yeah, and uh, and it was because uh, Robert Allman tried to write the lyrics to it, and uh, he was too smart, so he gave it to his dumb 14-year-old son <laughs> and said, make this dumb, and he did. And ah. I, they only used the lyrics in the movie. It's certainly not in the TV show. No, it's not in the TV show. They didn't want people to think know that it was about suicide. Yeah. Well, there was a whole suicide scene in the movie. Yeah, I mean, that was the whole point. Right. It, it, no static at all, but is there any Yatsky steam in this boat, fellas? What do you I, think, Steve? I, I want to make it a, oh. a, a dumb observation, oh, speaking yes. of dumb. Okay. Is it that he says funked up music, but it kind of sounds like he's using the F word? Was that it? No, that's for you. Oh. 
no, I always uh, felt that the Fast Times at Ridgemont High soundtrack was the sequel to this soundtrack. Mm-hmm. If you look it up, there's a lot of crossover, including Jimmy Buffett. Yeah, he's on both. Yeah, there's a lot of crossover. You look it up. I think it's a pretty smart observation. <laughs> Good I think job. There's a, I think there's a definite uh, connection there. There's why, is your voice, why is your voice getting so high? I'm just saying. <laughs> That's his voice when he knows he's smart. Thank God. <laughs> That's why I haven't heard it. Thank God I'm not taking his college course. Uh, Steve, is this a Yacht Rock song? Of course it's a Yacht Rock song. So it's like the middle, it's like when they were just getting to their Yacht Prime, Steely Dan. That's true, man. It's really good. Is this an essential Yacht Rock song? I was debating that. It's, it's, I'm it's, high it's 80s. Gotta be. You were debating that. Yeah. With who? In, in, in my head. In ah. my, inside you, my brain. Did you win? Uh, How'd it I go? Really yeah, it <laughs> we'll find out. I haven't settled it yet. <laughs> I, I think this is very essential. I can't think of any knocks on it. Uh, Eagles. Well, come on, that's ridiculous, though. You're right. They're, they're it doesn't sound like the Eagles, no, which they is just, the key. They brought him in to sing and not fuck anything and up. And Timmy with their Schmitz on is one of them. Slide guitar, whatever the hell they play. And if you saw the episode of our web, web series, the truth is that they I didn't. What happened? They got they forced the Eagles to sing yeah. by beating them up because yeah. the Eagles were being mean to them. With a tennis oh, racket. and that's true. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. That, so and this if you look at the makeup in the show, apparently one of those tennis rackets had soot on it. <laughs> yeah, because that's what the makeup. No, it was like. a bruise. Oh. See, he got... Anyway. Uh, I'll give it a 90. God, here we go. Uh, this is so smooth, and it's such a great pop song. It's 90, you really... We want. No, no, it's higher than that. 98. Whoa. Mm. Bold. Jeez. I like it. Two points off perfect. I'll give it a, uh, give it a the old uh, 90, uh, 90, uh, 90, uh, 93. Wow, I'm straight 90. I'm going to go... I'm going to go 94. Ooh. Now, was it uh, good Steve or evil Steve that was arguing for essential? Which one had the goatee? Oh, man. It's hard to tell. They're both clean shaven. <laughs> they're, they're both good kids. Ew. <laughs> no, they're both bad kids. Uh, n- 93.75. That's Yacht Rock. What was the, uh, what was the call sign for FM? What was their number? Oh, I don't know. Who wants to, Nobody wants to watch that movie. I tried to watch it. I've never watched world. that movie. <laughs> I, it's, there's like maybe five movies I haven't been well, you able to get through. You know what? Uh, so nobody has to watch it? Uh, the call signal for that, uh, for that movie was 93.75. All right. Well, thank you. Uh, they say it was, a, it was an inspiration for WKRP in Cincinnati, though. So let's just say it's WKRP in Cincinnati. I'm at the number. I'm sorry. I said call, but uh, yeah. I'm at the number. 93.75. That's what it gets. This song was written in by Brad. Here's my dog, Pettit. This is Go West, Don't Look Down. And Brad writes, uh, Might have just enough of that don't talk to strangers feel to get on the boat. Uh, I say this should at least be a contender for Her Majesty's yacht. I don't even know what that means. Because it's British? Yeah, they're British. Oh, yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Brad, just keep petting your dog. Don't try to name things. Uh, Go West is a British pop duo. This song was released in 85, and I hear the similarities of Rick Springfield's Don't Talk to Strangers, which is on the boat, but it's similar to the wrong parts of that song. Don't Talk to Strangers gets on the boat because it has a smoother, more complex arrangement in the verses. It does some zigwaggling, and the chorus has some very strong crossfire stuff going on with just enough doobie bounce to hoist it. Uh, This guy... This doesn't have that stuff. Do you think they named themselves after the Village People song, Go West? Yes. Good. 
Um, no debate. I, I, uh, absolutely. I think this is pretty clear post-yacht if there is ever a thing. Uh, because you got a blue-eyed soul guy getting a little poppy. Yeah. Get a little, uh, get a little, get a little pep in the stuff. Yeah, these these guys too. They had like they had one foot in the uh, sophista pop scene. Yeah, over, they got a little, yeah. they got a king little of, king of wishful thinking. A little toes every now. Good, uh, yeah, that's a yeah, they're, they're, yeah, they're they're big uh, American hit from the yeah. Pretty great, Woman sound. Great band though. Great band. Life tip. Teenagers, uh, get into them. Not Joy Division. You put a little pep in your step. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it'll change your life. Wait, can you get into both? Like no, go, no, no. Go West is for like because Joy Division is for Monday through Thursday, and then you put on Go West on Friday. Yeah, it's the weekend. Yeah, good British band to get into. Yeah, when you're when you're uh, when you're uh, down in the dumps, Go West. Well, I like your post yacht argument. Um, I I do feel like this is graduated from the crossfire. Uh, that takes a pretty quick nosedive into '80s pop rock territory. I would give it. 35. Okay. Hmm. 35. Dave? Uh, I'm, I'm higher than that. I'm 45. Guy, I like the little bounciness it's got. Kind of dig it. Yeah, it's post. It's got a little bit in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll throw something out. I'll gonna, throw something out. I'll throw I'll throw a 41. Oh. Good number. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go 43. Yeah, we got a. The more I listen to it, the closer it's not quite there. But the more I listen to it, the, the more it keeps creeping up there. Go West is a good, uh, good band to get into. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I can be- stress that enough. Beats just too straightforward. Go West. Re-record this. Try again with like a nice sort of like weird shuffle, shuffle beat. beat. Really, yeah. like really challenge yourselves so to have an interesting beat. Yeah. You might make it the boat. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's a forty-one. That is Neat Yacht Rock. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, it was a song number two written in by Ryan Kazuki. Listen, we opened it up all a Patreon. All you had to do was be currently subscribing, giving us at least a penny, and you get a Yatsky thing. Uh, so this is written in by Ryan Kazuki. Kazuki. Gadzukskis. Can we give him a nickname? Because Gadzooks would be a great nickname for him. Trying to love two women by the Oak Ridge Boys. Um, well, this uh, that's, is prob- a, that's quite a mouthful. Yeah, listen to this. Listen to this intro again. Probably the least yep, yachty the name of the song we've ever heard. Yeah, yeah. that's. <laughs> I, um, I, all right, now God knows we all love the Oak Ridge Boys, right? Is that of course? I, I feels like I'm safe in saying that without having consulted. Yeah, uh, it feels before. right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it seems good, like a, good beards on those guys. Something a music great smart beards. guy would say. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's. There's no knock on the Oak Ridge Boys. Oh, what, go ahead, knock what, away. What makes this a yacht rock? So what what elements could possibly make this a yacht rock song? Uh, no idea. Well, I'll, I'll give you some some basic facts here. I'll, so you can try I'll to tr- put it together. I'll try to throw something out there. Yeah, eh, it seems like a bit of a fool's fool's game these guys are trying to play. <laughs> trying to love two women. Yeah. All right. Well, listen. This song is from the Oak Ridge Boys 1980 album Together. It was a number one country hit. Uh, it sure was, because it, it's a country song. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, one of two things is happening here. Either Ryan abused his final Patreon Yatsky priority privilege <laughs> just to get us to play his favorite song of all time, or he heard one too many quote-unquote Yacht Rock tribute bands playing the super Nyati Amy by Pure Prairie League. 
Or, or he's just fucking with you. Or he no. had a threesome and he wants everyone to know about it, so he requested this song. He had a threesome. So he put it on a podcast. And he was like, not worth the trouble. Not worth it. Yeah. It's like a, It was like a ball and chain. Um... You can hear that ball and chain sound effect in yeah. the background right now. I'm going to say that the Oak Ridge Boys are being kind of progressive here. Because, um, like, most sexists, they call one woman a ball and chain. But the Oak Ridge Boys aren't overwhelmed with their one wife. They've got to also have a side woman to feel weighed down. So that's kind of like a beautiful vision of monogamy. Is it, Wait, maybe, maybe one is the ball and the other one's the chain? They, like, they split up the duties? Maybe. But I'm going to give the Oak Ridge Boys the benefit of the modern man doubt. Well, it says here one of them's got his money and the other one's got his heart. Hold on. Yeah. You guys, we're talking about the Oak Ridge Boys. There's five of them, I think, right around there. Four to five, yeah, I'd say. They they only love two women, those five guys. So like the so it's like so you're saying this is infighting within the band? Yeah. Okay. And and they can only get two women out of five guys. I mean, they're not sexist. Yeah, they're just, they're just lonely. And they're all singing at the same time here. So this is, okay, this is a great interpretation of the song. I will give That's this, why I'm here. I'll give this a one on the Yatsky scale. You know what? Five, because it's of the era. <clears throat> I'll also give it a five. I'll well, say, yeah, actually, five feels right. You know what? I'm going to give it five minus the, as many women that they can get, which is two. <laughs> and, I mean, there may be six of them, but I'm just going to go with five. And uh, I'm going to give them a three. I want to see how many people are in the Oak Ridge Boys here. That's nice of you to call them people. Well, you, while you look at some, some giant uh, soup beard smelling sweaty guy, <laughs> there's four. Four. So okay. I'm, I'm going to give him a four. One point for each fella. All right. Well, I'm still going to give him. It felt like five. Mm. Well, one get, of them grew up and got kicked out of the band. That's, there's only four left. I'm going to give it a two, one for each woman. So Dave gave it a five. And, uh, I had four. Oh, oh, excuse me. Four. That's what I, I wrote. I wrote four, said five. Uh, 3.5. I don't think I... Nope. Oh, that beard counts as one. Yeah, it's... Give Edgar Winter a run for his money. Scott Stewie at Seltdan. Ricky Lee Jones, Chucky's in love, he, he asked about. And he writes, from the Women of Yacht episode, it's not Benyatsky. That's oh. true. Wow. Uh, yeah. she's, a, she's aboard... We're afraid to go back to that episode. <laughs> she's aboard uh, for Jukebox Fury, also my suggestion. <laughs> and uh, certainly old geez. Chuck is even more deserving. Scott Love, Scott Sweet, like Sprite. I like Sprite too, Scott Sweet, but uh, I don't treat myself to it often enough. Yeah. No caffeine. You can drink it before bed. Yeah. yeah. Very refreshing. Yeah, I like that too. Yeah. Also, also... Scientific, scientifically proven to be the best hangover cure. Really? Oh yeah. You that's know, the that's the taste of Lyman for you. You know, some one time I was real hungover, and I took uh, I had a long car ride ahead of me, and I took Dramamine, <laughs> and I had McDonald's McDonald's br- breakfast burritos crashed into a and a pole. big old Sprite. I wasn't driving; I was riding. Oh, okay. And <laughs> I have never gotten over a hangover quicker. Wow. Well, what about the uh, crab and porn day at my house? That got everybody over their hangovers. <laughs> Remember that? We went out of Chinatown and bought crabs, watched some porno. 
<laughs> in Chinatown? No, no, we came back to my house. Oh, okay, good. We're not weirdos. <laughs> sure. You never know. There's some weird places in Chinatown. Yeah, yeah. They'll uh, they sell the porn there by uh, how many hours are on it. That's your value. It's like uh, it's four hours long. It's like I don't want four hours. I'll take, I'll take thirty minutes of good what porn. What was that? What was that voice? <laughs> that was what the guy sounded like when he talked to me. Okay. It's like I don't want it. He's like it's four hours. So like, I didn't do much. it that time. <laughs> Four hours. <laughs> I'm not good with accents. That was pretty good. Yeah. Um, okay. I, I want to say that, that, that surely this is not going to get much higher than the other one because I think that Ricky Lee Jones has a definite cap, which is about probably 55 on her on her Yatsky scale. And I think this is floats a little bit around that. Yeah, I think it's a tough one because it definitely like took up space. On the Women of Yacht show that was meant for Brenda Russell, who had not we hadn't discovered yet, so they kind of threw this one on. But it has some log line, I guess. It feels like uh, it's in the family of Steely Dan. Uh, it sounds way too much like Van Morrison, though. It does, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. But we kind of discussed that 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 jazziness was a bit of a yeah. precursor to to the stuff that came after. Um, but still sucks. Still uh, Van Morrison. All right, some hard cold facts here. This is from Ricky's 1979 self-titled album. Uh, it's a wash with personnel: Pacero, Feldman, Steve Gadd. They all play drums on this album. Uh, Larson's on keyboard. Feeton's Whoa. on guitar. Oh. Michael Boddicker's synthing, which is uh, crazy. And it says his name is Bobby in the liner notes. Uh, Michael Bobby Boddicker. Uh, yeah, and I think I wrote something about that. Uh, his uh, his. Uh, Oh wait, wait, wait. His, his, Where, oh, his middle name is now his wife's old last name, like an asshole. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> I, I can't. I, well, go ahead, Steve. No, go ahead. You go ahead. I've been talking too much. I want to hear what you have to say. Okay, I, I, I feel like if I remember right, I feel like I was skeptical of the of whether this was a Yacht Rock song, even as far back as that episode. I don't remember what I said about and, and it. And for good reason, because it floats, I think, around 50. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I think it's, yeah, the, it's there's, there's healthy skepticism. It's got some good log line, and then I like the verses. I have no yeah. problem with the verses. It's bouncing nice jazzy chord yeah, this phrasings. Is, this, is a, this, is the, this is the good part, but then once it gets to the chorus, then it, then it goes full Van Morrison and yeah. kind of drops out. Yeah, it's it's very like it's, I I always come back to how difficult it is for me to get something that's too singer songwritery on the boat, and that's definitely her. That's MO. definitely her mo. Even regardless of what studio backing she has, she's still doing like, hey, my words are poetry and they're very important. Like most singer songwriters, like the emphasis is on the words more than the 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 the, the, the intricate arrangements or whatnot. The final pro, the overall product. Yeah, exactly. The importance of their words, like some stupid writer. Yeah, like some stupid writer. Yeah. You know, they're always in love with their own fucking words. Jesus, fucking assholes. <laughs> Yo, I gotta, I gotta apply the Brody index to this one and think about it at a rock pool party with a douchebag DJ, and it feels okay. And I also want to back it up, back up our decision to put in the Women of Yacht episode. Yeah. So I'm gonna, and I do like the jazziness. It's not bad. It's I, jazzy. Fifty-three. Fifty-three. How are you thinking, Dave? I think 55. I always like this song, and I want to say 55. What are you, what are you thinking, Steve? I'm going to give it a 49, just just short. I thought you'd be sinking it. I'm happy with what you've given it, though, Steve. Makes I'm me a, no, proud. I mean, it's close. It's very close. Yeah. I can't sink it just 
and I, just to sink it. As I said at the beginning uh, of this, uh, probably 55 is her, her tops, unless something surprises me out there. So I'm giving this a 55 also. Hmm. And it gives a 53. Yeah, a more Yachty singer could get that number a lot higher. That's Yacht Rock. All right. Ooh. Hmm. Next song. You know, that doesn't sound that bad, I have to say, this part. No, not at all. Is this from uh, Tony Zaret, our friend, our personal friend? This oh, is my God. A band called Camel with a song called Wing and a Prayer. Man. And Tony says, <laughs> I'm on board. Maybe 51? Yeah, lots of e-piano. Yeah. Thank you from Ed Tony Zaret. You know, it's funny. You could just do your voice, do his voice. By just talking, because you sound so much like him. Tony and I developed our personas together in college by spending hey, time together. Are you sure about that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Tony, man, meme master. Check him out sometime, everybody. Loves memes, is great at making them. King of meme. All right, so Camel is a British prog rock band founded in 1971, and that's exactly what I would have guessed had I not looked it up. Uh, these guys are really far out of the scene. There's no personnel of note on any of the tracks on their album. Uh, yeah, I, I too would have guessed that this was an obscure British prog rock band since Tony submitted it. <laughs> That's a good, <laughs> good test. But they're not. They're not like super obscure. Like they're they they, they had their feet in a different scene, the Canterbury scene, of course, which is a, a notable, notable. Yeah, exactly. They got tails. They got a, a prog rock scene. They got it all. They got camels. Ooh, they got yeah, yeah. Uh, but like these guys in their in their prog prime, they were mostly instrumental. Like I've been checking out some of their earlier. The Canterbury scene is very jazzy. It's very kind of it's got this kind of post psychedelic sense of British whimsy, whimsy about it, and uh, it's kind of supposed to be a good entryway to prog for people who don't like to listen to like ten minute Rick Wakeman keyboard solos or. 11 8 time signatures or like a 20 minute sidelong Sweden three movements, it's whatever. A, it's a good entrance for the uh, Ren Fair, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like a, it's oh, like yeah. a in free if you can if you know who Camel is. It's, it's like a can of, of prog whipped cream. You put it on top of your prog ice cream, right? And that's mm-hmm. where the real meat of prog is, is in the ice cream. You start eating the whipped cream. Oh, this is really good. And then you get down to like the, you know, it's prog <laughs> ice cream. So it's kind of got some pepperoni chunks in it. It's really. It's it different. takes weird turns, yeah. It's yeah. Uh, overly complicated. Yeah, but once you've enjoyed that whipped cream, you're ready for anything. So uh, I found a fun fact online. Um, Tony Zaret, like camels, is famous for having two humps. Uh, sometimes one hump if he had a long day or just got back from the gym. Oh. Yeah, if he wasn't jerking <laughs> off all day. Yeah. Tony does have that funny cyst on his back, Quato. Yeah, but that's only that would make him a dromedary because there's only one hump. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, the Bactrians are the ones with the two humps. Yeah. Duh. Oh, man, you guys are smart. This is from Camel's 1978 album, Breathless. Oh, so it's of the era, at least. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, nothing else even close to Yacht on this album, but I see why Tony picked this track. I think it makes a good use of e-piano, and it has a nice, smooth, complex beat. Um, it's not as proggy as a prog rock track could be, but it's still pretty proggy. Uh, you can easily fit a camel into a drawer. I don't know what that means, but I wrote it, so I read it. You know, you know what's really taking me out of it is the that harpsichord sounding stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. This is no uh, Toto Hydra. Yeah, no, it's not. not yacht Yor, Master Yacht Yor. This one. <laughs> Although this is the this is the one of the. Uh, 
you know, the, 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 the it would, I guess it would be two, the dualness of prog rock. This is the history version rather than the, uh, the, the, the science fiction version, the math version. Hey, uh, uh, put me down for 29. Lovely. This is a lovely little song. It is. There's like, that's a that bump, bump, bump. Yeah, There's a little like bit it, in there that... If you listen to too much Jethro Tull, it's getting too heavy for you. You yeah. put on some camel, you chill out. I'll give this a 29 also. I don't want to give it a 30. I do. I'll go 35. I like that little flute in there. 35, Dave? Yeah. I like like this part. It's beautiful. I like that. Yeah. yeah. I'll give it a 37. And we got to say 32.5. It is Niat. Song number five, written by Lauren Cornflakes Kellogg at The Snurly. It's Kelly Williams Willard. Blame it on the one I love. Kelly Willard. Uh, and Lauren writes, she's a Christian artist, so this song is probably about Jesus. Yeah, blame it on, blame it on Jesus, because yeah. I love him. Um, this is from Kelly's 78 album, Blame It on the One I Love. Same uh, same name as uh, the song. Oh, look at that. And while Michael O'Mardian didn't produce this, and the Christopher Cross album was still like a year or so away, this feels like a Marvin Berry situation to me. Like Cousin Marvin O'Mardian? Yeah, because O'Mardian, he's a huge Christian, and he produced a ton of Yacht Jesus. And one of our, our Martian's church friends must have been at this Kelly Willard show and said, Oh, Martian, you know that new sound you were looking for? Listen to this. Are you sure it's not pronounced Marvin O. Martian? No, it's like so the Irish, the Irish cousin of the Looney Tunes character. Marvin O. Martian. Oh, I see. Oh, I see. see. I, got, I get it now. Uh, yeah. Ah, the Illudium Q36 explosive space modulator. I'm going to blow up the earth. Somebody really appreciated that. Yeah. yeah. Somebody somebody out there gets Looney Tunes references still. Um, see here, this guitar solo. It's by a guy named Hadley Hawkinsmith. Of course it is. <laughs> and Abe Laboreal is the guy making my discogs purple on this one. He's But he's on everything. He's on every song ever made around this time. Yeah, but it works. He's like the Paulino da Costa of bass. Um, but yeah, his presence hits doesn't make something just... yacht rock by itself. <laughs> he uses it like a bongo. Uh, yeah, I was afraid at the beginning of this, but the, this is real. This is good stuff. Yeah. You guys hear a little Captain and Neil in here? Yeah, I can hear it in her voice. She's got that kind of. Oh, she's way better. I I, I'm a brassy white lady kind of uh, kind of sound. I think this is yachtier than. I mean, that guitar solo is so beautiful. Yeah, the guitar solo really makes it uh, boat worthy. Yeah. Oh, I love this song. Eighty-three. I'm putting it up there. Uh, 78. No, 80. Oh, Jesus. You dumb dick. <laughs> Steve? I want to go 77. This is, a nice, this is a nice little discovery, isn't it? Yeah. Nice little, good it's, little song. It's so nice, I'll give it an 85. Good job, oh, Cornflakes. Once. 81.25. Did it feel good to get back on the old horns, guys? Yeah. Yeah. You ever yab some more yacht and yachts? 
Yeah. Build yeah. the playlist yeah. up a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Add, add to the list. Yeah. Obsessively yeah. add to the list. Uh, oh. Hey, everyone. Send your Yacht or Yacht questions via Twitter at Yacht Rock. Hashtag Yacht or Yacht. The hashtag is required. Go to yachtornyacht.com to look at the Yachtski scale. Thanks to Webmeister Patrick Collegy at Handglops for putting that together. Find certified yacht Spotify playlist by following JD Rizner on Spotify. It's archived by Samuel J. Hill at Shield the Voice. The playlist is archived on YouTube if you're a Google Plague person by Matt Bird. Follow him on Twitter at Wingnoit for updates. Follow Beyond Yacht Rock on Instagram. Like Yacht Rock on Facebook. Rate and review us on iTunes. Go to YachtRock.com for a very useful experience. Theme and bumpers by Ocean City Defender. Thank you to producer Matt Brusso. And wow, we're... What is that? Just going to have you plug the uh, Airbnb. You don't have to. (laughs) Hunter has an Airbnb for rent, but we're not going to tell you what it is. Rent every Airbnb in Los Angeles. So when you find the one you think is Hunter, send us a picture. And if you find it and and send it to us, you'll get two months free. (laughs) You get a free night at Hunter's cabin. Yeah. On uh, on us. Yep. Yeah, (laughs) non-weekends. No holidays. Some blackout dates apply. <laughs> <laughs>